This is Corey. And I'm Sharonda. And this is Until Until Forever. Forever. It's a relationship podcast uh, where we do not claim to be experts. We're not gurus or anything like that. Uh, We just want you to come along with us on our journey as we share our journey with you. And um, hopefully it'll help somebody out. Um, If it doesn't. It don't. Hey, we not mad. Okay. Uh, but you can also help us out. Feel free to send your comments or messages or whatever. We will welcome any suggestions or anything like that. Uh, just full disclaimer. Then won't you thinking we think we know what we talking about here? All Definitely. right. Okay. So, um, on episode three, this is our third episode. Wow. Things are going well, I think. So hopefully you're liking and sharing. Um, do it. Do it. Do it right now. Do it, please. <laughs> do it. Thanks. Okay. So today, um, I want to talk about. We're going to talk about the perfect. Relationship. The perfect relationship. What do you think? What do you think, honey? Is there a perfect relationship? Is there a perfect relationship? Man, I this is this might be the one here. I, I think that everyone is searching for the feeling, you know, if if you grew up watching Disney movies. You're waiting for the guy to show up and and kiss you awake. Uh huh. Okay. You waiting. You waiting for the uh, the princess moments in life, and so that you can feel like if it's it's perfect. And I I don't know. Is it is it real? Does that really exist? What do you consider to be perfect in the relationship? I mean, now or. What did I consider to be perfect? Uh, let's, I want to hear both of them. I want to see if I, if I, uh, you know. What? I'll see where I measure up. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I was heavily influenced, um, like you said, from television and books. Um, so, Disney movies, television shows like The Cosby Show and... A different world and my wife and kids and you see these marriages and they work they may not be extremely perfect um, but they work and so in my mind I thought like okay this fairy tale relationship this ideal relationship this guy's gotta have all this stuff that I think he should have in order for the relationship to work with both of us and then um no arguments i thought the perfect relationship was no arguments and if you had arguments then the relationship didn't work Mm. wow okay okay so um just just to review uh (laughs) because because I, I just not that you sound crazy. I'm not gonna what? say that. I'm I prob- I'm not I'm not saying you sound crazy. But I just want to point out the fact that Disney and media and sitcoms and movies, they had us out here looking weird. How? Be- because can you imagine uh watching Cinderella or uh, I don't know, 
watching Boy Meets World and seeing Corey oh, and Topanga's Topanga. relationship, or or oh, oh my God, let's let's not get started on Urkel and and uh, Laura because man, we didn't we we binged that uh, not we too had long our ago. Kids, they liked it. Yeah, so we were watching Steve it. Steve Urkel being a clown, <laughs> being a clown, and after watching it, it's like wow, Laura is really a jerk. Like, she don't deserve Steve. And that's, I mean, you know, if you're watching that and that is, uh, you know, something in your head that a relationship is supposed to be, then you think you're supposed to, you know, creep in the girl window when she's trying to sleep. <laughs> and be, if I just want you to know I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you. Like, what kind of mess is that? Okay. But they did the same thing going love and basketball. At all, they were neighbors, and they were going to tap on each other's windows. Don't get me started on love and basketball. <laughs> it's girls right now trying to try out for basketball <laughs> because they watch love and basketball. Oh, gosh. Can't even dribble. They just saw love she and basketball. She can play, though. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do with her. I'm saying how it makes... How it looks to us. So imagine, back to the point I was trying to. Okay. So, so imagine being a young girl and those are your examples of relationships. Those are your examples of what you think okay. but the it perfect could also relationship be is. In the house, how many kids actually, I mean, nowadays it's probably really different. But back in the day, how many of us actually saw our parents arguing? When we were younger. You heard it. It sounded like, <laughs> well, it's different now. I don't know. Maybe it's different. I don't know how y'all grew up. For me, it was different because it sounded like Charlie Brown. You know how the teacher on womp, Charlie womp, Brown? <laughs> yeah. Womp, 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 womp. Like, that's what I heard because the door was closed and we were supposed to be in our room. So, if there was arguments, we didn't know. You didn't know what it was about. Exactly. You just knew something was We knew something on. was up. Yeah, y'all but mad, ain't y'all? when it was over, <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. My, just my, my, my thought on, on that is... Just imagine being a child and you see all those different versions and then you see what you're growing up with and, you know, in your head, like, what is the perfect relationship? So, like, let me ask you this. Did you literally walk around as a teenager, a a young adult, waiting for a sitcom or a Disney moment? (laughs) I'm just asking. I want to know. Um... I guess you could say that. Okay, my senior year of high school, I had this internship downtown. And so I would be at school in the morning. And then it was like, it was like a class I was in. So I would be in school in the morning. And then a bunch of us, we would change our clothes into business attire and take the bus together downtown and go to work. But on the way home, everybody's going home. So everybody's taking different trains, different buses. So I would take the train and meet my dad. So I was taking the red line. I grew up in Chicago, everyone. So I was taking the red line. And there was this guy that would get on every day at the Roosevelt stop. I seriously think he might have been in college. But he would get on at the Roosevelt stop. And we would always have eye contact. But we never said anything to anybody. And then one day, he was like, 
hey, there's a seat here. Do you want to sit? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I get to sit next to him. But then the conversation didn't go any further than that because in my mind, I was like this fairy tale thing. Like, if he wanted to talk to me, then he would take the conversation further. And then it was like another opportunity where we had like small talk. But then in my mind, it was like, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. So I never discussed or tried to talk to him about anything else, tried to get his number, nothing. That's probably the closest I got to like this ideal, like we met, met eyes and could this be something bigger? Hmm. That's interesting. I've never heard this story. <laughs> How did you look in the camera the way you look in his <laughs> eyes? I want to see how you look. What? I want to know how y'all was looking at each other. How was y'all looking? He was a cutie. No, I didn't ask you how you look. <laughs> I said how y'all look at each other. I don't know. You know. I mean, look. that was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yes, I definitely kept a list of what I wanted out of a potential boyfriend slash future husband um yeah okay I had some do's and don'ts for what I wanted and it was based off of what I saw on television basically well for me um growing up the perfect relationship was my grandparents um and and man, thinking back now, you know, well, she might listen to. It. I don't want her. Um, I don't want her to hear. It. <laughs> but but honestly, honestly, it was it was my grandparents because, you know, I watched TV, mm-hmm. um, you know, all that. I was the big. I was a big Urkel fan. I, I watched all the shows, Disney shows. I saw those relationships, but I kept them there Mm -hmm. uh, because to us in my family, my grandfather and grandmother were larger than life. Like they, they were, they were it. Like I felt like everything we did revolved around them and the church. So, you know, the the church was so important. And then here is the head of the church I go to, my grandfather and my grandmother. So they, to to me, everything they did was, you know, the level of what everything should be. Okay. So watching their relationship, in in my head, you know, perfection when it comes to relationship is when everyone plays their role and they do what they're supposed to do. Um, if Papa wanted some peaches in the bowl with some little cottage cheese on it, he'd say, you know, he he called her name. He said, "Get in there, give me some some peaches." You know, in your head, you're thinking, "Man, that's harsh." But she'd get up and she'll do whatever he's asking her to do. That um, you know, in return, he definitely took care of the house. He definitely made sure the the bills were covered and everything was was taken care of. You know, so in in my head, that was the perfect relationship. You have your alpha male, and you have your submissive wife. Mm-hmm. Now, I said when I was younger. How I, young? I feel her looking at me. I feel her looking. At me. I mean, but, how far into young adulthood? Did that idealism go? Yesterday, I think. What? Is when it finally... <laughs> when it finally left. It was yesterday. 
Yes. No, <laughs> I I think when um honestly when I got married I think seriously, when I got married, you uh, seriously thought that's what our marriage was going to well, be like? No, I didn't think that. I thought that that was marriage perfection, and not not when we got married, but because I had several examples of of what marriage is and isn't and should and shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in uh, when it comes to just having a relationship, I think it's more so along the lines not so much of having a list of things that you do for your husband Mm -hmm. but more so of this is the role that you play and this is the role that i play and i think that's where you know it boils down to understanding and as i grew that ideal of the perfect relationship evolved to um, everyone knowing their role meaning understanding there's an understanding so there isn't like a perfect relationship diagram but it's simply two people who have an understanding of what their relationship is and you know what the give and take is what the level of that is and um what works for them give an example oh lord um What's an example that ain't going to get me beat up on my podcast? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> um, okay, so when we first got married, um, you were ready. You pretty much cooked every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't cook every day now. Mm-mm. But there's a level of understanding that if I walked into it thinking, a, perf- a perfect marriage means the wife has a hot meal on the table for me every single night uh, then I would be very upset right now but there's a level of understanding that says I have a wife that has her own business who works a full time job we have three children she's getting her master's degree so that means she's in school while doing all of this stuff and got nerve to start a podcast so with all of that stuff that's on your plate I realize that I ain't going to get a fresh hot meal every night. And I'm not one. I'm different. I get I'm not I don't need that. I don't need to eat something different every night. I'm cool with leftovers. As long as I eat some, I'm, I'm good. And that ain't everybody. But for us, I guess that would be perfect. If that makes sense. Perfect okay. is such a strong word. I think it's over time I've learned that it's basically what works for us I'll say that because uh, I definitely didn't think we were going to end up getting married based off of the things that were we were experiencing in our relationship like I didn't think that a good relationship would have to deal with lying I didn't think a good relationship will have to deal with issues with family. And I didn't think that a good relationship would start out with financial issues. Not to say that we was like struggling, struggling, but I mean, neither one of us were well off. And so, but there are some people where those are things on their list. And 
if somebody doesn't have a degree, if somebody's not making a certain amount of money, if somebody is constantly having issues, or if somebody has kids, I mean, you already had a daughter. Some people don't want to deal with baby mama or baby daddy drama. Um, and some people will walk away if there are issues with uh, other family members, like parents, siblings, grandparents, like if everybody doesn't get along. And so I think it just depends on what matters to the two people in the relationship. Um, and then what is considered not negotiable, but what am I, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know what word I'm looking for, you guys. Compromise? Yes. What are you willing to compromise? Mm -hmm. Because the people that we were 10 years ago mm. have evolved into completely different people Absolutely. today. And so the things that bothered me 10 years ago don't bother me today because we've changed and we've matured and we've evolved into these different adults. Well, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, so I, I guess, you know, think, thinking back on, could you imagine watching Sleeping Beauty and the prince come in and he's about to kiss her? Don't he kiss her to wake her up? Or is that Snow White? Which no, one that is that? Well, that's both. It's both. Wow, Disney. Wow, <laughs> recycling stuff. But imagine imagine that. And Sleeping Beauty, the prince is in there, and he about to kiss her and wake her up. And like a four-year-old little boy running the room, what you finna do to my mama? Like, could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? But my, his mama been asleep, like in a coma. What you finna do to my mama? Like that's, but to, but like that's that's more <laughs> realistic than you know because I mean a, a lot of a lot of women are, have children. Uh, a Don't just say women. Well, I mean, of course, the guys they ain't have them by themselves. <laughs> of course, the dudes, the dude they everybody ain't married out here. Of course, the dudes is having kids too, but. You know, it's more of a weight on the ladies because that's a nine times out episode. of ten, you know, the the woman <laughs> is the one who's caring for the child when okay. they're not married. But I mean, it's it's it, to me now it's it's more um, it's more, and I hate to call a child baggage, but when it comes to a fresh relationship where you're trying to get to know someone, it's definitely a hurdle. Uh, so to some people, that might not be perfect. They might, you know, there there may be guys out here that's like, you know, hey, my perfect relationship, she can't have no kids, uh, you know, and she can't she can't have no attachments or nothing like that. I'm gonna tell you from a male perspective, and fellas, if I'm wrong, by all means, um, it's it's a lot of pressure going into a relationship with someone new who has either, you know, a child with somebody who or, or who was in a long-term relationship with another guy and that guy's still around. They may not be together, but he don't live far away cuz that's like competition and you want you want that free you want the freedom of just you and me we finna grow this thing together. I think 
Okay, but it's 2021. I mean, what is the odds? It's very slim. Yeah. Of finding either a male or a female who doesn't have at least one child. At least one child. Um, And here's the thing about that, if we're going to talk about that part, is that are you more skeptical of dating someone who has a child that has a good relationship with their child's parent or has issues with their child's mm, parent? That's good. That's that's real good. We may need to save that. That's I feel like that's like a whole that's other another podcast. Well, we will address that. I like that. You all feel free to comment on that though. But look, I want I want to know what you think um, a perfect relationship is. I, I would love to hear um, you guys' perspective on it, um, and not just within a marriage, but even in re- uh, approaching a serious relationship or meeting someone that you would like to get serious with. What do you consider the the perfect uh, setup? to be to enter into that relationship um but i want to ask you should you end a relationship that isn't perfect what do you mean like clearly there can be red flags about something that might be a trigger i know that's a word that a lot of people use nowadays but when i say it i mean like triggering something that might have been traumatic for you something you might have witnessed um in a relationship from your parents or family members or even a past relationship you have had so if you're experiencing something in a relationship and it seems to be a trigger for something that could be an issue um then yes, get out of it if you're not going to address it through counseling or something like that, Mm. if you're not willing to put in the work. But if it's little petty stuff, like, um, I'm trying to think of example without making it somebody else's personal example. Um, But do you get what I'm saying? Like, if it's little petty stuff, like, oh, she's always going out with her friends, um, and she's she doesn't tell me where she's going or where they're going when she goes out with her friends. Like, that's petty. It's, y'all not married, so why does she have to give you every single step of her schedule? So so marriage means you have to give every single step. I mean, what if you die? Whoa. <laughs> Man, that escalated really quick. But that's like, that's like the other night. When you went to go get some Tylenol. Don't be, don't be putting my business out. I'm going to put your business out there. I ain't get Tylenol. What'd I, you get? I got some ibuprofen. Excuse me. Because I have I still have a, a toothache. A toothache. Okay. I had to Bottom get Bottom line is. Have y'all ever had a toothache? Excuse me. You ain't finna put me out there. Like Bottom I just left is, the house just to you be You did. He I left out like he was taking the trash out. No. And then... <laughs> Then our youngest child, Caitlin, was walking around. Where's daddy? Where's daddy? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) So then I got up and I was like, go find him. And she was like, I don't see him. So I pulled up the ring camera because I was like, well, I heard him go outside. Mm. And we have ring. 
And I see the van pull off. Lord, by that time, I was probably back. I wasn't gone but two minutes. And I said, oh, he left without telling me he was leaving. Oh, oh my goodness, Lord. <laughs> so, yes, if you're married, <laughs> and in this day and age where anything can happen when you leave the house, Yes, I think you should be held accountable for your wherever your location is going to be. I agree. I agree. But I'm just saying, bottom line is, um, if you think the relationship is not perfect because you keep finding little particular things that are wrong, then I think you're just looking for reasons not to be in a committed relationship. Mm. That's just my personal opinion. Mm. I guess it boils down to communication and understanding on, you know, are you and your potential partner on the same page? Yes. And if you're not on the same page, either get on the same page or respectfully go your separate ways. Basically. So that you can do what you want to do. It's there. I can't imagine how many people are together right now just wasting time because uh, it'd be too much of a hassle to separate oh too much of a hassle to to start over oh god starting over i couldn't imagine by the way i just want to add if you've never had a toothache before (laughs) i I just i need to say it i feel like i need to say it you don't want to talk to nobody you don't want to explain yourself you need to take care of this and she and i was laying there in pain and she knew something was wrong with me playing playstation she knew something i was to take my mind off the pain and i was laying in the bed in awkward positions i did i laid across the foot of the bed because it was just throbbing and i said you know what i gotta go to walgreens and I couldn't talk because it was hurting. So, anyway, I just wanted to explain myself. Okay. So, <laughs> back to perfect relationships. <laughs> I need to apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I didn't feel like talking. Mm-hmm. Perfect relationships. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. So, you should... <laughs> You shouldn't end it if it's worth holding on to. And I think you know by now, if you're in a relationship, you should know if it's something that's worth holding on to. And, of course, if you're willing to fight and the other person isn't, don't waste your time. Basically. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Oh, I know. I was going to say, I was thinking of petty things that you could say is not perfect. Like weight. Like somebody's health or weight or some someone's financial status I don't, I don't i don't know about that weight what i hear you <laughs> really i hear you you can hear me but i need to <laughs> understand like um okay. what are you saying okay okay remember on why did i get married when Sheila went up the mountain to save her marriage and she ended up with the sheriff. And then when they got together at the end, because Janet Jackson's character was getting some type of award or something, and the sheriff helped her lose some weight. Okay. Because he cared about her. Okay. That's, and that's why I said I don't know. Because that's, that's awesome. Because, uh, and the sheriff also 
made sure that he or that she knew Jilly from Philly, who is amazing. <laughs> Jill Scott. Oh, she's so fine. But anyway, uh, who <laughs> I digress. Oh but my who, <laughs> But she also made sure um, he made sure that she knew that he loved her regardless of her size. Of her size. So that's the my my thing was it's not a petty issue um, because attraction is a major part of your relationship, and if your spouse or your partner or whatever is getting. Uh, super overweight and you're not attracted to them anymore then you all need to address that and in a loving way and you need to help them that's all i'm saying i you you said it was why would somebody be in a relationship with someone if they didn't have an attraction to them no the attraction was there and there is an attraction, and it's well, and there, there you go, because there's an emotional attraction, and then there's a physical attraction. Mm-hmm. I, I guess what I'm saying is, if you're already in a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. okay, like newlyweds. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen how they talk about like newlyweds gain weight <sighs> sometimes because you eating good or. Corey definitely gained weight like during my pregnancies because every time I was eating, he was eating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like, how many couples do we know where both people are like kind of cheering each other on with their health goals? And it's not awesome. just about the weight, but it's about you know blood pressure being good, cholesterol being good, Absolutely. your mental health being good. Um, and so what I'm saying is. For you to be like, oh, I don't want any parts of him because he needs to drop like 50 pounds. That ain't what I'm saying. That That is not <laughs> what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, that is, that's extremely petty. And anybody who would divorce someone or walk out of a relationship with someone that you truly love and care about because of their weight is wrong. That's absolutely wrong, but if you um, if you're in that relationship and weight is an issue for one or the other or both, then there should be a conversation, a loving conversation, and you should work on it together. That's all I'm saying. My when you brought it up, you brought it up like you know. Let me think of something petty that y'all. I said do. I was trying to think of something else petty that somebody would be like, uh, I'm done with them. Yeah, that's what I ain't saying. Could you imagine that? Get on the scale. Get on the scale. You're two pounds over. I'm packing my bags. Okay, but (laughs) there are some people where, like, you excited about your relationship. You all go out to eat a lot. Um, You probably do a lot of Netflix and chilling a lot. Uh Um, And so it probably needs to turn more into, like, let's go play tennis together or let's go on a hike together type of dates. Amazon Prime and Climb. What? That's the workout. Okay. You watch Amazon Prime. And it sounded kind of nasty at first. Oh, it did, didn't it? Mm. It did. Okay. I get what you're saying, though. Like, order your gear and go hiking. Is no, that what you're saying? No, because you can watch the videos on Amazon oh, oh, Prime. Okay. So you can watch a movie, but then plan to Please. climb or uh, something after. Nope. Hmm. Okay. Anywho. You don't think so? No. 
The climb part sounds nasty. Climbing don't sound nasty. It sounds like you're referencing something. Do y'all, is her mind in the gutter or is climbing? Now, okay, we is over our time. You, you trying to, you trying to get nasty on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Amazon Prime and climb, Hulu, and I can't think of exactly. that. Y'all come up, y'all come up with some that. No. They, we could be helping couples doing that. Oh, my God. Disney Plus. And don't cuss because you saved. <laughs> All right, y'all. You know what to do. Tell them what to do. Um, follow us on Instagram and <laughs> Facebook. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Everything is at Until Forever Podcast. If you like this episode, share it. Um, on your timeline or with some friends and don't forget to rate us if you're listening to us on a podcast hosting platform all right thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next week next week